Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Alfick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are giving you another, we're calling it what, an unplugged episode? A hungover edition, if you will. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time to edit, so this is going to be a wild ride. And we are taking you along for the journey through November 18th through 24th, 1999. All right, November 18th. Are you a party blooper? Rescue the holidays at shindigs with the Z.com. Oh, I was reading at Shindig Z, like Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that's way better. ShindigZ.com. Wendy Moyle gets about a thousand email queries a day on her ShindigZ.com website, mostly about home decorating and entertaining. Right now, people are thinking about Thanksgiving. The question we're asked the most is how to decorate the Thanksgiving table without falling back on the same old golden rust chrysanthemums from the supermarket, Moyle said. We have lots of options. Her 10-month-old website, which gets 8 to 10,000 hits a day, holy shit, offers ideas, party planning advice, and products for home entertaining. The Shindig Z catalog offers 5,000 products, she's the internet distributor for a number of manufacturers, and her print shop can personalize items such as napkins or glasses. So this was like Pinterest before Pinterest. Plus, Plus a little cafe press. Yeah, or just a little bit. regular online marketplace. Smart. Really smart for 1999. We should look into what happened to this woman. Uh, I don't know about the woman. The site is still active. It looks like they're still selling stuff. Um, <laughs> I I basically clicked it. was like, all right, site's still up. And then that's it. Neat. Yeah. Uh, November 19th, John Carpenter becomes the first player on ABC's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Loved to it. win a million dollars. Loved it. Yeah, I guess I know where I was November 19th, watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, Also today, Compaq joins cable and wireless in services venture. The Compaq Computer Corporation, the maker of personal computers, and cable and wireless PLC, I don't know what that stands for, are putting $500 million into a venture that will sell electronic commerce services for the next five years. The agreement calls for the two companies to sell internet services and software applications to small and medium-sized businesses worldwide. Compact was acquired by HP three years later. That's the point of the article. It sure was. November... (laughs) It sure didn't. November 20th. Canadian scouts give blessing to first gay troop. The directors of Scouts Canada were a bit puzzled by the application to charter Toronto's 129th scout troop in the boxes declaring male or female. Some members had checked both. But true to their motto, the scouts were prepared for anything. Late last month, they officially approved North America's first gay scout troop. Quote, to us, it's just like another one of our troops that addresses the needs of a community, said Scott Morris, a spokesman for Scouts Canada. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I, I really like seeing news like this. It's just, I don't know, makes Make, me feel okay. Makes you feel good. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the 21st of November. Nimic 1, Canada's first direct broadcast digital TV satellite, is launched by a Proton K block DM3 rocket uh, from Kazakhstan. The word rocket made that whole sentence much cooler. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Proton K? That's a pretty cool name for a rocket. That's just a sweet name. Also, here's an interesting story. Dog is sold Viagra on web, leading to fraud charges. That's the good stuff. This is why we do the podcast. Yeah, here we are. A sting operation uh, that resulted in charges for allegedly selling Viagra to a police officer's dog over the internet is one of several cases being brought by the State Division of Consumer Affairs. Quote, in New Jersey, a person is ten uh, and a half times more likely to be ripped off at ballpoint than gunpoint, Ooh. said uh, Mark Hur, director of the State Division of Consumer Affairs. 
E-commerce has exploded in the last 18 to 24 months, as it has. Last Monday, Mr. Hur said that Barbara Arkelian and Darren Baker of the Highlands were charged with fraud for allegedly selling Beanie Babies, Furbies, and Bruce Springsteen tickets on the internet, but not delivering. Yeah, that's that's pretty classic fraud. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. In addition, Kmetco International was charged in Superior Court in Middlesex County with dispensing the prescription of the drug Viagra to a dog owned by an officer of the Division of Consumer Affairs. That's the best. 1999, a time where dogs can buy Viagra. What a magical, magical year. November 22nd, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys aired its final episode today. This is the one with like Kevin Sorbo, right? Oh yeah, that's the one with Kevin Sorbo. Love it. Also on this date, holy shit, Trump coyly eyes White House run. We'd like to remind listeners that this article is from November 22nd, 1999. Donald Trump was as enigmatic as ever about his presidential plans Thursday during taping of the cable TV show Hardball with Chris Matthews at the University of Pennsylvania. The real estate tycoon, who has been accused of using his presidential flirtation to increase sales of his recent book, said during the show that he was indeed running, but added after a long pause, perhaps. Trump went on to say he would run for president only if he were certain he could win, something he might not know until his latest February, even though he says his current polls look, and we quote, amazing. The argument gained a bit of credence last week when Trump unveiled his campaign website, wwwdonaldjtrump 2000 com. Now that website doesn't exist anymore. Is the domain available? The domain might be available. Oh, we should buy that. Yeah. So as we all know, Donald Trump went on to run for president looking almost certainly like he wouldn't win. 2016's a hell of a year, right? But then he did. I almost wish he would have ran in 2000. I mean, he would have had to run a more moderate campaign, I think. And this would all be over and done with. Yeah, exactly. We'd be looking in the past and... All right, well... I don't know. November 23rd. University of Oregon student uh, Jeffrey Levy, having downloaded MP3s without permission, is the first ever person convicted for copyright infringement under the NET Act of 1997. He is sentenced to two years probation and a limit on internet access. Damn. Poor bastard. Yeah. Uh, Another article from today. Ticket scalping angers Backstreet Boys. Pop singing group The Backstreet Boys is furious that more than 1,000 Prime tickets controlled directly by the promoter of its October 31st concert at the Denver-based Pepsi Center ended up in the hands of scalpers. Quote, To think scalping of this type occurred at our Denver show infuriated us. The group said in a statement Monday, We were horrified to learn that our fans were manipulated and ripped off in this way. According to the statement, the Backstreet Boys asked the House of Blues to donate why the House of Blues? I don't know. To uh, donate $75,000 to the Columbine College Fund, uh, a Littleton, Colorado charity established to help students at Columbine High School, where, well, we all know what went down there. And you know what? That makes them larger than life. Lines like that are why you do the podcast. Yeah. Quoting the Backstreet Boys. November 24th. Donkey Kong 64 came out today. You didn't play this? No, I never played it. How is that? Oh my god, Donkey Kong I mean, I 64 is a Kong great racing. game. I played the SNES Donkey Kong, oh, uh, Donkey Kong Country. You but... missed out. DK64 is a good one. Yeah. Also on this date, police charge high-tech sleight of hand. A Bloomingdale's employee was arrested Monday evening and charged with using a handheld computer to steal a customer's credit card number, the police said yesterday. The employee was identified as Tanya Ventura. She was charged with felony possession of a forgery device and was in custody last night. 
Miss Ventura, age 26, was arrested after a customer noticed a Palm Pilot next to her cash register. Palm Pilot. I remember. Uh, right. After Miss Ventura swiped the customer's card through the Bloomingdale's credit card reader for the cash register, she swiped it a second time through what appeared to be a small device attached to the Palm Pilot. That's that's, uh, that's pretty sweet. Oh yeah, that's some uh, that's some good fraud. Have <laughs> a lot of good fraud this week, I guess. Yeah, this is a good week for fraud. Yeah, 1999. We've got wow, very solid. Lots of fraud. Dogs buying Viagra and the beginnings of the Trump campaign. All right, so let's take it down a notch. We have some sad news to report just on the month overall. Yeah, uh, really weird stuff. There were no Christmas movies this year released. Uh, No new Christmas movies. The closest thing we had was in December... Uh, there was a little television special called All of the Other Reindeer starring Drew Barrymore, which I remember as being super awesome. So damn good. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I'm just, I'm actually going to quickly list off some of the movies and just prove to you what wasn't released this year. Yeah. In November, Pokemon, the first movie, Dogma, some Joan of Arc movie, Anywhere But Here, Light It Up, Liberty Heights, Sleepy Hollow, The World Is Not Enough, End of Days, Felicia's Journey, Flawless, Mansfield Park, Toy Story 2, Cider House Rules, Deuce Bigelow, Male Jiggle. Oh, God. That's a perfect Christmas movie. Rob Schneider. Ride with the Devil, Anna and the King, Stuart Little, any given Sunday, Man on the Moon, Galaxy Quest. That's it. That is everything um, for the month of November and December. And not one of those is a Christmas movies. But going into actual movies and music, uh, we're going to read what was, you know, I didn't even, what was going on at the box office. I am pissed at the box office. Let's read only the good ones and move away. I'm upset about this. What are you upset about? I, okay, so, well, there's no Christmas in here. Yeah. At number one, we get The World Is Not Enough. James Bond, Chris Brosnan's oh, final uh, Bond? think so no we know did he do one second after? second last one tomorrow never dies was that after this i don't remember we're not prepared we're hungover we're moving on number two sleepy hollow this movie seems like it's a month late right uh, perfect movie to come out you know october, october. 18th maybe yeah. not november oh yep big one number yep. three pokemon the first movie i would have been there a week ago seeing that because I was into Pokemon. I'm still into Pokemon. Still very I'm much still into Pokemon. I'm still playing Pokemon Go. That's true. Yeah. And um, now the new one for the 3DS. Eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pokemon. Well, uh, yeah, no, I bought it. I picked it up. Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon. I yep. bought Sun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, you posted on Snapchat a picture of Litten. Yeah. Oh, I got my Litten. <laughs> Getting lit with Litten. Uh, um, what else is on here? The Bone Collector at number four. And rounding up the top five, we've got Kevin Smith's classic, Dogma. Good stuff yeah did you ever see the footage of when he protested this yeah yeah there were people uh, like uh religious based groups <laughs> groups protesting dogma and he showed up to one in new jersey and pretended to protest in it. the crowd it was, it was really funny it was very funny well, he got on he got interviewed yeah i saw like, yeah on the nightly news mm-hmm. also on this list we have being john malkovich great movie uh the sixth sense he sees things double jeopardy it wasn't particularly good but i like the premise the premise is, it's kind of you, fun. You can kill a man, and then he's not dead, so you get to kill him again anywhere. And it's and it's legal. That's great. Yeah. What else do we have on here? Ooh, Toy Story 2, Fight Club. Yeah. Man, there this goes down a lot. People love movies in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, this is 1999. We've got megaplexes by this time, so they're tracking up to 60 movies. Literally 60 movies. Yeah. Um, so I think that's enough of that. Yeah, screw that. Music time? Yeah. Music time. All right. What have we got on the Billboard Hot 100 oh, this no. week? Oh, no. Oh, no. At the number one spot smooth santana featuring rob thomas i hate this song you hate that song i hate this song really it's very it's pretty overplayed and it's like 
it's a very staple for I want a 1990s and a 1999 adult contemporary song. I used to work at a karaoke bar where a regular came in every day, trash, just hammered. And when it got to the part where they would say smooth, he would say smooth, 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 smooth. I, oh God, it's burned into that my memory. That funny the first time. It was very funny the first four or five times. <laughs> and now it's just like a it's the worst. torturous memory. Yep. Ooh, number two, we've got Back at One by Brian McKnight. I love this song. Okay. I love list songs. And uh, there's lists in this song. Number three, I'm not a fan, but it is a classic. I Need to Know by Mark Anthony. This is such a... A uh, good song might be an overstatement. This is but such it's a song. Reminiscent of the late 90s. At yep. four. Oof, this is reminiscent this, of the late 90s. But this one is a good song. Mambo number five, Lou Bega. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. Me either. Let's yeah. move on. Rounding out the top five, we get I Want to Love You Forever by Jessica Simpson. I'm going to say this is the worst song on the list. I agree. I like Jessica Simpson. This is not a good song, though. Although I am kind of mad at Jessica Simpson because anytime I hear uh, her one hit single or no anytime i hear uh john mellencamp's jack and diane mm. uh jessica simpson used that riff in one of her songs so i always think it's jessica simpson because i heard that first not cool you yeah. wait you heard that first i didn't grow up listening to good music fair enough yeah all right moving down this list what do we want to talk about i'm talking about number seven i know you do yeah unpretty by tlc <laughs> this is my favorite tlc song it's a very it's more poppy and than their usual stuff but whatever that's clearly what i'm into we think we've established that by this point pretty flippin established yeah. 12 steal my sunshine by len great song okay we're jumping down to 16 because okay. 16 is Ooh. girl on tv by lfo that is a terrible late 90s song is it and by that i mean i don't know if that's the song you think it is they may have had two songs what? because i don't know what this is yeah you absolutely do Think I fell for the girl on TV. That one? That's gotta be it. Oh yeah, no, that's probably that's it. That's probably it, right? But see, I'm thinking I'm thinking Summer Girls by LFO. Oh no. This is I'm I'm definitely thinking of the right song yeah. because I'm upset about it. Okay, that's uh that's fair. At seventeen on its way down, you drive me crazy by Britney Spears. Fuck. I don't know. Like it or hate it, a classic. At speaking of, same category at twenty two, Genie in a Bottle, Christina Aguilera. Magnum opus. I've said that before, <laughs> you, right? You definitely have. Yeah. Oh Ooh, Will Two Will Two yeah, K. Yeah, Will Two K. No. Twenty six. Uh twenty nine All Star by Smash Mouth. I would argue they're Magnum Opus. The wow, you, I was just skipping over it. <laughs> just had to say it. I won't say anything else, but um, thirty-four, we've got She's So High by Tal Bachman. I think that's where we finish. Alright. Uh I want to finish with thirty-eight, Black okay. Balloon by Goo Goo Dolls. That's a better spot to finish. It is. It's a little bit of a better note. Also, oh. when I saw Goo Goo Dolls, guess what they did when they played this song? What? They released Black Balloons. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, let's actually no. finish at 42, though. New on the list. Ooh, nice. Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. That is uh, That's a really good song. That is a... I mean, yeah. Uh, most Foo Fighter songs are pretty good. That's true. This is probably one of my favorite, though. Agreed. All right. So let's get out of the debacle that was movies and music and drive straight into the debacle that is this week on. Yeah. Uh, every week we like to pick an episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> Friends, or The Simpsons that we think sums up the week. Seinfeld is over at this point, and we're just actually going to gloss over both The Simpsons and Friends. Yeah. So this uh, this episode of Friends is the one where Ross whitens his teeth. 
And there's a funny scene where the lights go out and his teeth glow in the dark because he whitened them I too much. I do remember that a little you, bit. You probably, like, I'm pretty sure it was a promo on TBS Superstation. Oh, probably. Like, I probably saw the... It was a commercial, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the kind of, that's the kind of thing you show in that 20-second spot. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons was uh, that one where Manjula gives birth to the octuplets. Overall, I guess, as far as Simpsons lore goes, it's r- kind of important, but yeah. we're really bordering the end of Good Simpsons, so... I don't really care. All right. Speaking of things that we don't really care about. That's a terrible segue. Let's Let's jump into the 90s spotlight. This week, I would like to talk to you about something that's near and dear to my heart. What would that be? But that was very different in the 90s. And that is coffee. Coffee. Did you drink coffee in the 90s? I did not drink coffee. I didn't drink coffee until like two years ago. Really? Yeah. I I still don't drink coffee. I got through all of university without coffee. That's uh, that's impressive. It's a thing. So now, if you go into a coffee shop and ask for a coffee, you might get stared at like you're a goddamn idiot because there are so many variations of coffee, not just types of actual drink, whether we're talking about an espresso or an actual coffee or a macchiato or some other crap. There are many variations, but I'm pretty sure in the 90s, like if you watch Roseanne, If someone on Roseanne walks into a diner and asks for a coffee, they get a coffee. And it comes with cream and sugar. Yeah, those are the only variables. Cream, sugar... Milk, maybe. Not in America. (laughs) Really? I think milk is more of a thing here. I'm pretty sure it is also a thing there, but it seems like cream and sugar. I just use them interchangeably. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, coming from my non-coffee drinking brain. Uh, Yeah, I do agree that... It was different then. Well, Starbucks has made enormous leaps, I think, in in North American coffee culture. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was a kid, my mom drinks coffee, my uncle drinks coffee, but it was always just a coffee with milk or cream or sugar in it, and that was it. There was no other option. There were no Americanos, were... there were no yeah, all the you... stuff you just listed. If you were ordering, like, a cappuccino, you were at a fancy Italian restaurant, and that was a treat that you had once in a blue moon. Yeah. If you were drinking espresso, espresso, whatever, if you were drinking that, you were some sort of elite socialite. You have like your fancy snub. life. You're drinking that in front of Tiffany and co while you're going diamond shopping. Pinkies up. Laces out. Oh, God. <laughs> that was terrible. That is my new coffee motto. Pinkies up. Laces, laces out. out. That's it. So we'd like to we'd like to recognize how far coffee has come in in a relatively short time we're talking you know two decades not even yeah i think if you transplanted someone from the mid 90s and just warped them through time oh god plopped them in line at a tim hortons they'd be a little confused plop them in line at a starbucks they'll lose their mind oh yeah they'd be like what is this why is there a starbucks around here they'd also probably be a little jarred from the whole time travel thing which is might be why they want a coffee and they'd be jarred from all the children drinking coffee drinks this really bothers me. Right? Really? Seeing like 12-year-olds in Starbucks getting like full hit caffeine. Yeah. It's taking unnecessary. A, taking a hit of that stuff. Yeah. I was I was a full-on caffeine addict when I was 12, but uh, I, was I don't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So coffee has come a long way. It sure has. And that's what we're talking about. That is actually what just happened. I don't even know if I'm excited about it. It's just a thing that's happened. I mean, variety is the spice of life. That's true. And you can even put spices in your coffee. What's with those things at Starbucks? Like... You can put cinnamon in it. That's true. Yeah. Is cinnamon a spice? Yes. All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) The hangover edition is real. 
Yeah. Uh, what um, is else? That all, is that all we have to say about coffee? I'm pretty sure that's all we have to say about coffee. All right. The, the moral of the story is coffee was very, very simple, very plain in the 90s. It is anything but simpler plain now. It's an now. experience. It is an Yeah, experience. you've got your coffee press. I've seen your, I've seen your coffee press. I have a bit of a- ground bean thing. I do have a bit of a hipster coffee setup, admittedly. Yeah, I just still don't drink coffee. If I did, I probably would have some something equally elaborate. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Now we would like to move on to our sponsor. This week, Stuck in the 90s is brought to you by a little service that's called Burnt Apron. Oh. Whether you're Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire, lighting your blouse on fire trying to make sense of the hollandaise you're trying to make, or you're Tim Allen in the Santa Claus taking a fire extinguisher to that burning turkey on Christmas Eve, Burnt Apron is the universal sign that you should just give up and hope you have a plan B. Getting a rush delivery on some takeout meals for over $100, or taking your son to Denny's, Burnt Apron is here for you as a physical reminder of your ineptitude in the kitchen. We're not saying that you should give up on cooking altogether, but Burnt Apron is here for you as a gentle push to find some other source of nourishment for now, and try harder next time. You can improve, just maybe not right now. If you sign up for Burnt Apron now, you'll have the satisfaction of knowing that you just saved yourself and your loved ones from having to taste the trash you seriously thought about passing off as food. If you sign up, enter the offer code STUCK by taking a Sharpie to your as-of-now unburnt apron and writing STUCK on it, maybe going over it a couple times. Do this and you'll probably inhale some extra chemicals from the Sharpie when your apron inevitably goes up in flames. Again, that is offer code STUCK. Burnt Apron. For when you just suck at cooking. <laughs> you have in one week stepped up our ad game so much. We will never live up to this. No. Nope. We might do it for a few weeks, but we cannot maintain this level of dedication or high quality programming. Why would you put this in the hangover episode? I think we need, I don't know, we need a little something. Hey, let's bring things down a notch. Oh, yeah. And thank our secondary sponsor, Boom. Cockadoodles. Cockadoodles. Our book full of dicks. It's a coloring book. It's full wieners. You're we still love have it. about a week and a bit left in our crowdfunding campaign. Yeah. If you have a secret Santa, if you have someone you just want to see that embarrassed look on their face when they open some shit up, give them Cockadoodles. Check us out on Indiegogo. It is 32 pages of coloring and activities and fun for the whole family, assuming they're all adults. They're one for 15 or two for 25 Canadian, you you Americans, shipped. So they will arrive to your door before Christmas, guaranteed. Get in on it. It's very funny. It's very inappropriate. That is a thing. So as always, Except not always because we forgot last week. Womp womp. You can find us online at stuckinthe90spodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash stuckinthe90spodcast. Did I say stuckinthe90spodcast.com or just stuck in the 90s? <sighs> Either way, we are stuckinthe90spodcast.com. Twitter, S-I-T-90-S, sit90s. Uh, Instagram, stuckinthe90spodcast. I think you get the point. Uh, last thing we have to do is pick what we're doing next week. Um, as we are finishing out the year, we're just going to pick from what we have left. So we cover every week one more time. Any ideas? I think 1994 is open still. Like it's pretty far back on the list, right? I'm into it. All right. Now we are figuring out what uh, days they're going to be. We have to count on our fingers because it's a struggle. Do. Yeah. All right. Next week, we will be doing November 25th. Through December 1st. Ooh, we're hitting into the final month of the year. In 1994, year of our Lord. 1994. I think this was the year I got a GT Snow Racer for Christmas. Oh, jealous. Oh, so good. I never had one. Really? I never had one. I, I was a did. crazy carpet kid. Uh, those, I mean, 
you had one. Of, everyone had one of those too. Yeah. More on that next week, or maybe the week after, once the snow really hits. Ugh. It is literally snowing outside right now, podcast listeners. Snowing. Hey, snow is snow. Snow is snow. Winter and is coming. With, uh, with that, I think the podcast is, is now, now over. over.